0: From worlds beyond, to right at the gaming table, these are all my fantasy children! Hey, Jeff! Hey, Aaron! <laughs> Welcome all to All My Fantasy Children. My name is Aaron Catano Saez. And my name is Jeff Stormer. And this... Is a podcast where Jeff and I take a listener prompt from someone just like... Listener
1: prompt, character submission, role-playing game. Aaron
0: and I, we got the gist of it. I'm too excited. (laughs) Okay, so normally we do a fun bit here. I was honestly, I was was wheeling my laundry and I was like, I'm going to tell Jeff that each week we climb the tallest mountain to find the greatest prompt. But we don't. We have a great one.
1: I'm so excited. It's the greatest day. I've been waiting for this day, I think, all of my life. But like... So, okay, we should, so the show is, we take a listener prompt, we create them, we weave a story, we tell a story, and Aaron, I am just too excited about the, about what we got this week, I'm too pumped. It is, it is Christmas, New Year's,
0: and my birthday rolled into one. So last week, we asked everyone for uh, a very specific prompt based on something I kind of slipped and said. I, I said, Jeremiah Noodleman. And Jeff demanded that everyone send their best Jeremiah Nudelman prompts. And Jeff, do we have one that we love? It's
1: Jeremiah Nudelman Day! It is.
0: It is dis- It is January the 23rd, and it is Jeremiah Nudelman Day forever, amen. Forever and ever. Mark your calendars.
1: Uh, best day of the year. Yes. Uh, Aaron, we do have a prompt this week. Uh, <laughs> uh, it came to us from our prompt submission form on allmyfantasychildren.com. Yep. Does it have a name
0: associated with it? It is. There is indeed. There is a name of Joe. All right. I will pull up
1: the exact thing. I'm going to kill all this momentum that we've built up as I look for it. I can
0: read it. I have it. Up. All right. Aaron, would you read what Joe has to say? Jeremiah, a humble cast iron pot, gradually gains consciousness while being used as a witch cauldron. He experiences many wonders over his long life, but he'll forever be fond of the first taste he can actually remember. Noodles,
1: so it's so good. It's so, it's so, so it, good. I, so it's I'm a so cast happy.
0: iron cauldron come to life.
1: Yes, it is a witch's cauldron. Roll me some pronouns for the witch. Just
0: want to make sure. Okay, so she is a witch.
1: Yeah. So it's a witch's cauldron. She's using it for magic. She's conjuring things. Just like but basic I guess she's witch also shit, right? U- yeah, but I guess she's also using it to cook, unless do we want to say she is like a culinary wizard?
0: No, I want to say that this witch, I don't want to focus too much on the witch. Okay, I don't either. So it's a witch. I'm going to say that it is a hilarious detail that a witch is like eye of newt and ring of bat. But it's also like, you know, fucking making stew in it, rinses it out in the river. I think that's where the magic went wrong.
1: There was residue of a spell left in it. And then she was like, I'm all right. It's time for my dinner. Time for my noodle dish. Beef stroganoff. Time for my stroganoff. And she she stirs it up. And then like, you know, the pot, like I'm picturing what are those little feet? You know what I'm talking about? Little curved feet.
0: Curved feet? It's like, got
1: four of them. It's like a, a claw foot. They're claw feet. It's got claw feet. Oh, like a That's bathtub? Yeah. Okay. And it's because it's, 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 I'm picturing a cast iron pot that is like a cast iron cauldron with, with feet that you put above a fire and that burns it. So it's yeah. got claw feet that kind of go around a fire.
0: Okay. So how big? Is this like, like the one that Goku takes a bath in awkwardly? Or is this like a small stew pot that you'd see in like photos of the Civil War?
1: Somewhere between the two. Large enough. I'm going to say cartoon witch's cauldron. So not human bath sized, but like. But pretty big.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So my question for you is magic residue of a spell was left behind in this pot. You know, the witch, um Lady Peridot, the witch, was making uh, a spell that does, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. Okay, so... Because here's the thing.
1: I, I think what it is, is it's not so much one spell as it is <laughs> the accumulated residue yes! of, like... Oh. Because the thing about cast iron pots is you're not supposed to wash you're them. You're so smart! I was going to say that. I was like, oh, it's so good. She just doesn't wash them because, you know, you're supposed to keep that flavor. It's supposed to keep that... It's supposed to build yes. that, that
0: that residue. That good stink. That stank builds up. But that good stank...
1: Yeah, so she's not watching it, and then this this magical residue accumulates, and then suddenly, Jeremiah Noodleman is
0: alive. Okay, so Jeremiah Noodleman is a pot, and okay, do the claw feet grow? Are their legs now attached to the claw feet, or is this like Kirby? Where the claw feet just get really big like fucking shoes. Like there's no the, leg like Toad. You know, Toad doesn't have yeah, legs or Kirby doesn't have legs. What I'm,
1: that's what I'm picturing. But big like fucking claw feet.
0: Or to, uh, does Jeremiah Noodleman have like Kirby shoes?
1: I'm picturing, I'm picturing Kirby shoes. Okay,
0: so the claw feet are gone. Now it's like a cartoon, big, solid shoe. Yes. Okay, so like, you know, the cliche, like eyes, long arms, not long arms, but like, sort of like Cuphead. You've seen Cuphead? Yes. Sort of like that, except a pot and without clothes. Just a pot. Okay, but with Kirby feet. Okay, so Jeremiah Noodleman, is it? Is is he born during a cooking spell, or is it like you know left out to simmer, you know, overnight, left to simmer I overnight, is like born I like in the left night? Left out to simmer. Okay, so the lady Peridot has the fire cooking low, and you know magic ingredients and the the good stank mix, and all of a sudden, boop, the shoes pop and the arms pop out and the eyes appear, the mouth, you know, the whole shebang. So it's like a little man, a little man pot. Yeah. And he, what, escapes in the night, obviously barfs up all the ingredients, all the noodles, just bah, pours over, just vomiting all these ingredients out. Or is he always full of this dish?
1: I think he's always full of, uh, maybe not this dish, is but that like... Is that how
0: he lives? Does he need it like gasoline to survive?
1: You know what? Yes. Now that you've said it, he yes. He needs
0: food in him! No! It's it's
1: a surprisingly not cool... uh, That sucks
0: so much! (laughs) He does need to eat. Wait! Wait! So, wait, you're telling me that he absorbs nutrients? Or is it like, you know, uh, the bottom of the pot is magical and, like, it kind of sucks it up like a drain in a bathtub? Or is he somehow absorbing it like a filter-feeding sponge? I
1: think that. I think it kind of just magically boils and, like, boils
0: down into nothing. This is so, Okay, so I haven't said this in a while. This fucking sucks. So, okay, so the fir- that's why it's, the, okay, but that also, the prompt says he'll never forget the first dish he ever tasted is noodles because the noodles gave him life. That's sustenance, baby. Okay. Yeah. So this is some shit.
1: Okay, we got tables. We got tables to roll on. You know we got tables to roll on.
0: Well, okay, what are we rolling on? Give me a D100
1: to figure out how Jeremiah communicates. Holy shit. Um, we got we got
0: some intelligent magic item tables. My, oh, my head is spinning. Uh, so everybody, I'm kind of going at this blind as fuck. Like Jeff is like, I have some ideas and I'm just going with it. So D2, D10, right? Mm-hmm. I'm rolling my pretty, I have translucent uh, goals. D10. 76.
1: All right. Can speak, read, and understand one or more languages. Okay. So he's he's talking he like he's talking like a person. Yes, it's a talking pot. That it's a
0: talking pot. It's a talking pot. Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. style. yes, except uh, so we said Kirby shoes and blah blah blah. You know, and like Chip. You know, like you would think Chip from Beauty yeah. and the Beast. Or can we change it? How tall is he? Does he have legs? And are they thick and juicy? You have two choices here. Kirby, where he's like, oh, and like small and scrappy and cute. Or does he have like big beefy legs that are made uh, of cast can iron? Can I throw
1: you a third up?
0: <laughs> yes. He
1: has foot, like the, the claw feet yeah. extend into like
0: beautiful, sleek Ooh, like- gazelle legs. <laughs> Wait, gazelle legs? Or are you saying a metaphor for like sexy human legs?
1: No, like, they're like, you know, that that sort of curved shape, but they kind of
0: extend into like legs so
1: he can gallop like a gazelle. (laughs) No!
0: I thought he was bipedal. (laughs) Wait! No, he didn't. He's a, he's a cauldron. What I was seeing, I was seeing if he like stands. You saw him as like prancing majestically across a meadow, <laughs> while I have him like kicking down a door, being like, "Motherfucker, I'm Jeremiah Noodleman." Get your hands. All right, I now we got.
1: We have to actually. All right, let's. We gotta rewind it. No, yeah, we have to. We
0: have no, no, no. I'm saying don't cut this. Okay. <laughs>
1: I'm saying we have to rewind it. We have to figure out what he looks like. Yeah,
0: this is the most important thing that will drive the rest of the narrative. Is how hot is Jeremiah?
1: <laughs> Is he bipedal or
0: quadrupedal? You want to roll? Um, or you want to f- flip a coin? Yes. I really don't want to. I don't even have a coin near me, but I have those candies that are. Um... Give me a D six. Highs are bipedal. Please let me lows flip a chocolate because I have a chocolate okay. disc that one side has like white little pebbles on it, and the other side doesn't. That's all I got, and I think all right. it's hilarious. So, uh, tails, did we even decide who was what? We did not decide. (laughs) All right, so what is what? What do you want? Uh, I will take, I will take heads. All right, so pebbles. We got, we got pebbles. Okay,
1: so yeah, well, because he can still have arms, because let me pitch you something. Okay.
0: A cauldron has handles. If those handles, like, popped out. Well, and they broke into two things, like split at the middle? Yeah. Can they be really skinny? Like he's all legs.
1: But he's got these sort of thicker
0: gazelle legs and sort of wobbly noodle arms. Jeremiah Noodlement, Perfect. But he's made of cast iron. Is yes. it something else? He's very else? strong. No. He's very strong. So our precious little pot is born. He, you know, in the middle of the night, tastes the noodles, wakes up, you know, escapes the house. Does he wake up Lady Peridot, or does he just sneak out?
1: I have, uh... Yeah, you
0: have some thoughts, and I'd love... I told you I I was gonna
1: pitch you... I told you I was gonna pitch you some curveballs. You did. And, uh, I've got a few curveballs to pitch you.
0: Okay, please pitch me a curveball for this gazelle pot with, like, big, sexy, like, elk legs. So he pops up, his arms pop out, he's got gazelle legs, he he
1: prances off, like, he scampers (laughs) off, deadly silent. (laughs)
0: Deadly silent! Crosses over
1: a... Crosses over a hill. Here's my curveball. Are you ready? He ga- he gallops over a hill. Okay. Peers down into the valley below. Okay. And Katie Collip, student of on Twitter, says, uh, "Is he an elaborate cosplay or is he an AU come to life? No one knows for sure, but they know Jer- all they're sure of is Jeremiah Noodlebin was born at Cosmic Con.
0: Oh my. Go- okay. So Cosmic Con is the thing that." It's a, it's a it's basically Comic-Con of fantasy, yeah? Yeah. And Jeremiah Noodleman, what, rolls up on it? Just, like, emerges
1: and everyone is, like, taken aback because, oh. let's be honest, it's quite a sight.
0: Okay, 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 okay. Okay. So what you're telling me is, okay, fine. I'll give you that. Because Lady Peridot, though, is she looking for him or is she just like, fuck, it's gone. Somebody stole my pot. End of story. This is Jeremiah yeah. Nudelman's life. So he rolls up on Comic Con. Okay, so wait, back up. Cosmicon is like a convention. Like they're in the Moon Crescent, you know, fucking convention center, and it's actually nice and there's plenty of bathrooms. Fucking what? Jeremiah Nudelman smashes through the glass <laughs> ceiling and is like, ah! Like, or he speaks though. So like, he just shows up and parks or does he smash the ceiling and is like, hello, convention goers? Like, what does he want? Why is he going to (laughs) Comic-Con?
1: Let me. Okay. Well, let me pitch you something about Cosmic-Con.
0: Oh my God.
1: (laughs) I got I told you I had a lot of Jeremiah Noodleman ideas.
0: I can't wait for the moment where someone's like, man, that last episode was really cool. They did a lot of world building. (laughs) Now we have like the, I am Jeremiah Noodleman. Behold my elk calves. And he's smash through the window of moon crescent like hey (laughs) nerds
1: so cosmic con i'm picturing i'm what i'm picturing is we have a lot of artists in fantasy yes we have a lot of people making things and art so what if cosmic con is like the the is like fantasy's massive art swap so, it's a comic convention, but it's also like, imagine just like the hugest artist's alley yeah, but of yeah. everything.
0: I like this. I like this. Dealer's Room Artist Alley is basically the entire fucking convention. And while you're shopping, you look around at people's costumes.
1: Yeah, yeah. You see, like, it's, and, and the costumes are part of the art, right? Like, yeah, it's yeah. all, it's people making things, it's people making the things that they love.
0: So, Jeremiah is walking around and. So, you're saying that Lady Peridot's hut is like literally 20 feet behind Cosmicon? Like this is the first thing he sees, and he just goes to it. Her hut? No. Her con hotel suite? Yes. Oh uh, my god! Okay, so he escapes her cook fire at the. She's just making a stew at the hotel, breaking all the rules. And Jeremiah is born, goes to the con floor. Okay, I just have to square walks this away. Around, Jeff. In
1: awe of everything being made. Okay, and it's just like this is amazing, and. <laughs> This is when, like Jeremiah Noodleman, is born. Right. This is when his. This is when he learns who he is. He's walking around. He's seeing artists. He's seeing art. And it's this moment of like, the world is beautiful, and I need to contribute.
0: Okay. So how does he want to contribute? Because he is a he is a cast iron pot with juicy legs and skinny arms, and a now a head full of artist dreams.
1: Well. We said that uh, he's got magical ingredients in his pot. We said that he absorbs ingredients and they kind of magically dissipate.
0: Okay. So Quinn Wilson, monkey by Quinn on Twitter. Oh God, you're using more than one. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> says Jeremiah Noodleman, the right spell for the right home every time. Is this is a door-to-door pot. Magic crafter.
0: Oh. Okay, so this is a slow cooker for fucking magic potions. Yes. So I have one literally going right now with fucking curry in it. And that's what you're saying is walking around Comic-Con with gazelle legs, just like, shove things inside my head and I'll make you a potion. At Comic- at Cosmic Con, no.
1: Okay. But like after that, right? Like after, like he- he- he sees this and he's like, I need to- Find my art. I need to I want to be part of this community. I have to find a thing that speaks to me. And over time, like he wanders. This is what spurs him to like wander the earth and learn the art of like magic crafting and alchemy. And he uses his pot as out as like an alchemical base, okay to become this like wandering magic crafter artist salesman type,
0: okay. <clears throat> we have a lot of wandering salesmen, which is fine. But I want you to sell me on this that this is unique. That this isn't like, you know, Alfred Honeybee. This isn't like Ward. You're right. Hold on. Let me, fi- let me-, let me figure out the pitch. Because I have, I, I have an idea, but it's in a completely different direction from after you said he goes to Comic-Con and is inspired.
1: All right. Give me, give me, your, give me your other
0: pitch. So <clears throat> right now we're going to uh, – we'll see what I have and we'll see what you have. We'll see if they combine. Jeremiah Noodleman attends Comic-Con. Jeff, because the f- Cosmicon. Cosmicon, whoops. So this is this is why I kept asking you, like, wait. The first thing that you experience when you're born is fucking Comic-Con. I want you to yes. really think about what that would be like it's to be disastrous. a little baby duck and imprint on Comic-Con and think that's what the world is. Jeff, because I see Jeremiah Noodleman now as being the only people at Con are like, for all intents and purposes, nerds. So what I'm seeing is Jeremiah Noodleman becomes some kind of traveling vlogger slash YouTuber who just requires ingredients in his head. Like, that doesn't necessarily become part of their life. It's just a necessary requirement for them to live. But they are kind of picking up on the vibe of like, hey, it's day three at Cosmicon. My name is Jeremiah, and I'm here with my best cosplayer today of Pumpkin Jerry. Hey, you know, I made everything out of PVC pipe. Doesn't it look right? And... It sort of becomes like an internet sensation, or no? That sucks. All of this sucks. Have, My ideas a, are bad. I have a pitch off
1: of that, though. Okay. I have a pitch off of that. Okay. So along the same lines, it is a weird experience to basically. And I'm picturing him basically emerge, you know, awakening fully, ad- like adult, and like you know, in the way that like magical, like a di- picturing like a Disney awakening, yes, right? Where like, he's like, "Hello, I'm Jeremiah Noodleman." Yeah, like he, like a
0: fully formed like personality. This isn't like a kid.
1: Yeah. And he wakes, and the first thing he discovers is Comic-Con. Okay. Which is lights and excitement and art and, like, majesty. Okay. And then it ends. And, like, he's just left kind of in the woods. Maybe he hangs out with Lady Peridot for a while, and she's like, yeah, I make potions, mostly turning people into frogs. Sometimes I make a stew, or I did until I lost my pot because it came to life. And suddenly it's just like, okay, this is uh, every day. What if he becomes a world traveling thrill seeker? <laughs> Why?
0: <laughs> Why? Because he's got to chase that. Ex- he's got to chase that excitement. Okay. Right? Okay. So what this tells me is that he was something bit him at the con. You know, he has yeah. the bite for something, but what thrills isn't enough. What was it that happened to Jeremiah Noodleman? You know, at the con that made him be like, I need something in my life that's exciting. Did he win a costume contest?
1: He... I'm taking an idea of yours. Okay. Because it was very good and I like it. Okay. He bursts through a ceiling. Okay. Lands on a stage. The crowd erupts in cheers. And suddenly he... And, like, it's that moment of, like... It's that sort of, like, star... A star is born. Everyone is just like, Whoa! What is this thing? Oh. And they cheer. And they hurrah. And it's that moment of, like, I am the biggest hero. I am the star of the show. Oh gosh. And he just like is like, I gotta, I gotta do something to earn that kind of applause again. Because I can't just go jumping through
0: roofs forever. No. Jeff. N- so that's it. No, Jeff, but you know what that also would breed? Jeff, validation is a dangerous, dangerous drug. If yes, someone's it is. telling you that you're the greatest hero and all you did was show up to Comic-Con, Jeff, this literally Sounds like a YouTuber, where people just lose their shit just by them showing up somewhere. So let me give you an image for this, because I don't think Jeremiah Noodleman is shaping out to be the person, the hero that we wanted or needed. So (laughs) I want you to picture, all right, listener, you're walking through a convention, basically just like a big hotel, you know, you're in this big plaza, basically. And you look up, there's a big, beautiful glass Ceiling, And you're like, wow, it's such a beautiful day at Cosmic Con. Everyone is so happy. Psh! Oh, God, something's happening. I think there's some kind of event happening. Whom, Thor lands. Like, you know that Marvel landing? Yeah. Except when when the smoke clears, it's some kind of crockpot monstrosity with these beautiful, <laughs> juicy legs. And Jeremiah Neuterman raises their head, this crockpot face, their arms... Really thin, legs juicy, beefy, and delicious, head full of God knows what stinky pot of filth, (laughs) filth food, looks up and says, Hello, world! Everyone loses their shit. It's like as if uh, the biggest celebrity walked into the room. No one knows why, Jeff. But Jeremiah Noodleman has magnetism. I think Jeremiah mm-hmm. Noodleman has that it factor, and that's why you're—that's oh, yeah. why you're so drawn to him. You've been wanting yeah. to do this prompt not because you want to, just because you can't explain it. But the, he's got that—he's got that—he that just it. has that charisma. He yes. just has—he just
1: has it. And so, yeah, yes. that—that's kind of exactly what I'm picturing when I say like a world. I'm picturing just. Like, he doesn't necessarily—I th- I, I, I think, actually, YouTuber might not be the worst comparison, because I don't think—yeah, I kind of like that he doesn't really do anything. No, he's just there. But he travels the world just to, like—just—he wants to be—he is a scene chaser, I think. Hmm.
0: For lack of a better term, give me this one. Sell me on this one. He wants to be. He wants to be where that magic and that electricity is. But it's always there. Does he? Okay, then that's my question for you. Then does he know he has the it factor? I don't think so, Uh, because I kind of like the idea that he is that guy that
1: like he's that guy that doesn't necessarily do anything, but wherever he is, the
0: party just is. (sighs) Oh man. How does he not pick up on it? This sounds like every bro I've ever met where it's like, I can't explain it, man. But like, wherever I go, everybody's partying around me. So then do you think he picks up on it? I th- Okay. This, this is what I first think. Okay. And, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, I, I hate this. But this is how I am seeing Jeremiah Noodleman. Jeremiah Noodleman gets swept up in it, Jeff. Like, all I did was mention his name last episode and you lost your mind. It it's consumed true. you for a fucking week. It's true. I thought about it for a full week. I think he fucking knows. I don't think that Jeremiah, I think that his fans, you, Jeff, think that he just has it, doesn't know it, and is infinitely charming. Just, I don't know, he has a gravitational pull. Jeff, I think he literally has a pull to him. I think the aroma of his stink cauldron charms people. I don't think that that he is a good person. I think that Jeremiah Noodleman has these legs for running, you know, can go anywhere. And wherever you go, you you, you come to him. I'm thinking like Gloom from Pokemon, like exudes a stink that... To me, like, I can't fucking stand the smell of Jeremiah Noodleman's funk. But you, you're smitten. You love him. You you don't know why, but he just has this it factor. So is it polarizing? I think like a YouTuber, some people love him and are like, yeah, Jeremiah Noodleman's great. Like, I love what he does. And everybody else is like, but he doesn't do anything. What are you I talking kind of about?
1: I kind, of love, I kind of love that. And I, I think I want to take pitch you in a different. I want to pitch. I want to pitch you something else. I want. To, I want to challenge you on something. Cause I, love I think because I
0: love the fact that we can't agree on anything. And I think that's kind of what Jeremiah Newman's whole deal is, where he's a crockpot with fucking legs, but doesn't do shit. He just smells. To some people, it's like I love him. I think he's really charming. And I'm like, he smells like shit. I don't like him. Okay,
1: let me pitch you. Uh big picture something love... about Jeremiah Adenomen. Fuck yeah. To challenge you specifically just on the idea that he's I think you're I think you're 100% right he knows what he's doing and he knows that he's doing it and he does it. But I want to challenge you on the idea that he might still be a good person.
0: Okay? No, I'm always down for that. I'm not this is a point of view of mine right now. Sure, sure, sure. He may be a great guy. Here's the pitch I want to give you. Okay. I want to throw
1: you. All right. Fantasy Andrew WK that's the guy who hits himself with the bricks, right? No, I don't think so. Maybe. Yeah, yeah wait. he's the and guy did those party hard.
0: Yeah, and he hit himself in the face with like bricks. I'm 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 going to Google this right now. Hold on.
1: I don't. I did not know that. But the philosophy of like it is a party. You know, everyone should be happy and energetic. And so he knows he has this magnet, this magnetism, this charisma. And he just is like, it sh- we should just be happy, right? Like, everybody, let's let's just try. And he travels the world throwing parties and helping people have fun. He is a spirit of partying.
0: So, okay, you made Spuds McKenzie. <laughs> Jeff, you did it! You perfectly encapsulated this, Jeff. Wherever yep. he goes, there's a fucking, like, a bash. Like, yeah. we're talking a, for lack, because I'm looking, I don't know Andrew W.K., but he, he like Jeremiah Noodleman, he rubbed me the wrong way with that bloody nose thing. And I think that I thought he hits himself with stuff like jackass. I didn't know about this thing that you're saying, that he's a great guy. So I'm thinking that Jeremiah Noodleman, Spuds McKenzie of fantasy, travels everywhere and is like, party's here. Doesn't say it, the party's just there. But my point of view is, he's like, I'm like, oh my god, this fucking guy. Can you stop just blow- rocking a kegger every time you come to my neighborhood? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm just here, bruh. Okay, is that uh, how he talks?
1: Uh, I think it has to be now. I think that is, you've made Jeremiah Noodleman's voice, and I hate it, and
0: I hate you for this. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah, what's the matter? I'm really, because, okay. I'm seeing him as just kind of like someone that some people love. They can't help but love. But what is it about him that people like? Is it an aroma or does he have a... No, get all right, here's the thing. This is the game we're going to play, Jeff. You give me your side of Jeremiah Noodleman and I will give you my side. He's the two sides of a coin. He's two sides of a piece of chocolate. Some people find him amazing. You tell me your story of Jeremiah Noodleman and I'll tell you mine and we'll meet somewhere in the middle. Why do you like him so much? We can keep this
1: audio or throw it out.
0: Why? You don't like it? No, just let. I'm
1: saying what I'm about to say. It occurs to me that we have, over the past 20, oh, man. 30 minutes, Whoa! invented the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> like to an alarming <laughs> degree of specificity.
0: <laughs> he smashed it! The
1: he smashes into a wall and says, <laughs> says, with a funny voice, it says, Oh, yeah, and here, then a party break, and then a party oh. breaks out.
0: The fact that you would think that this isn't exactly what I wanted for Jeremiah Newman is the fantasy Kool Aid man. That this, okay, so no. So what you're saying is the motherfucker shows up unannounced. So Jeff, he's a I'm... menace. This is, it's like J. Jonah Jameson. I'm like, no, he's a menace. Then, then now, I'm,
1: now, I'm, now I'm in a whole new direction. Because now I'm on your side. He is a menace. <laughs> because I'm specifically picturing the Kool-Aid man as like a stalk in the shadows monster.
0: <laughs> who okay. descends on a town. <laughs> so we have a villain here. So Jeremiah Newman is an unassuming villain. Okay. Well, I think he's. I think
1: he's a hundred percent pure
0: in his oh, intentions. Oh, yeah, and that's great. But fuck that.
1: But he <laughs> bursts into town. Yes. Bursts through a wall. Yeah. Screams, Noodleman's here, baby! <laughs> it's
0: noodle time.
1: <laughs> it's noodle time. <laughs> parties, parties erupt. And when I say when I mean par- when I say party, I'm turning this dial to eleven. These are end-of-the-Roman-Empire, like... Stop it. Like, (laughs) like monster parties. These are nightmare parties.
0: (laughs) Okay, this is, like, the kind of stuff... I'm sorry, listeners, if you can't fucking stand this episode. Turn it off. It's only gonna get worse. I'm seeing this as the kind of party that's, like, written, like... The kind of things that used to say witches did in the woods, where it was like, I saw them dancing in the moonlight, drinking, fornicating, and like, blowing pan flutes. And like, yes, it is fucking wild. This motherfucker, like, you can't help but let your hair down. But okay, here's the thing I want to say, Jeff. I don't want to condone some kind of forced partying scenario. Because I don't want to imply that, like, he shows up, you kind of lower your inhibitions. You right. get drunk as fuck just by his presence or his smell. No. And you start, like, going into a fuck fury. Like, <laughs> no. No, you're 100% right. And I'm leaving so I that think it in is. because it's important that we note that Jeremiah no. Newman's stench doesn't throw you into some kind of fuck frenzy.
1: <laughs> you are correct. Um, So... How do we want there to be a choice?
0: No, Jeff, I have the choice for you. And you know what it is? What's that? I want you to picture a town. There's a series of adorable small homes. Their chimneys are puffing away smoke. You know what I mean? Like, it's an adorable people. There's farmers and, you know, people hanging up their clothes, blah, blah, blah. Jeremiah Noodleman lands like a fucking meteor in your town. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) He's a deafening bellow, screams out, it's noodle time, baby. Does anyone actually party or does the town just chase him away every time? Is he a menace in the way that like, He's like some kind of mythical creature. Because why? how you described him initially sounded to me like a mythical beast. <laughs> let me... I think you're right. Well, here... <laughs> let, I, y- yes. You and, are 100% and is correct. is this... Okay. Because... Okay. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. I have, a, I have a stupid pitch for you that I want you to shoot down. Can I pitch it okay. to you real quick? Please. My idea is... Jeremiah Noodleman comes to town. This... Is the story that you tell children that this is where babies come from? That no, no, I'm shooting this down. I'm shooting it down. Let me pitch you something
1: because I think I, I got something good. Okay. Jeremiah Noodleman crashes into your town. It's Noodle time, baby, and a party erupts. Not, not like forced. Like he doesn't like it. Does there's no mental magic happening? Is
0: there a? Fe- it's like a festival.
1: Yeah, he just like throws a party. And everybody has like a great time, okay. right? Yeah. Like it's a festival, and it's like you know the first day everybody's having fun. Okay, four or five days <laughs> into him throwing this party, everyone has left except for like four people who just
0: can't stop raging.
1: <laughs> he is throwing the same party, so and at the so like at the end of a week, the townsfolk chase him out of town because they're like. <laughs> Dude, you can't be blasting festival music at two in the morning. It's been a week. Get out. It's
0: not good festival music, Jeff. I want you to imagine. This is exactly what Jeremiah Noodleman plays. He has the exact same playlist, okay? And it's Jock Jams from 1997. (laughs) Like, every time, it's like, you ready for this? And everyone's like, okay. Like, I remember this last year. y'all ready for this okay and okay so so jeremiah newman throws the (laughs) it's only an hour long and it it's for a week (laughs) the same playlist goes for what is 24 what's a week how many hours is that how many Uh, 168 hours of of jock jams (laughs) (laughs) and okay so after day one, everybody's like, "That was fucking great." Everybody's like, "This was a great
1: part." Like, I really, I really opened up a little bit. Yeah, I like explored some things about. Like, I learned, I learned to cut loose. There's little, there's little town dramas that like play out over the course of like the first like two days. Then day three rolls around and everybody is like, at "Day three is Sunday at Comic Con." Right? Was day three is
0: just about. You're so
1: good. Yes. Day three is everyone is nursing coffee. Like I'm, I'm done.
0: I'm gonna go home. But this is the never-ending con that they wanted. Like you said, yeah. they want Comic Con Cosmic Con everywhere. So Jeremiah Newman throws the shittiest con, or is it great? It's great for the first two days. Okay.
1: By day three, it's pretty much dead because everyone's tired. Yeah. <laughs> then days four through seven, RM dancing by himself <laughs> in the town square. Jock Jams is blasting. And people are just like going about their lives around this dancing cast iron pot. Y'all ready for this?
0: Okay. So what does he hope to do at each, at each town? Because, okay, this was, this was a murky episode. We got there. We have our Kool-Aid man. What does he hope to do? Just have a good time? Is that, that can be his only thing. His literal life's goal is to have a never ending party. Is there a tragedy there? Because he never wants the good times to stop. I think that's, yeah. He has, what is it called when, like, you, uh, it's like when you're sad after a con? Oh, con drop. He's got, he had con drop after first Cosmic Con, I think. And then it's like, never again. (laughs) It's never gonna fucking stop. Flies around the world fucking bringing Comic Con.
1: I think the tragedy is, I think he
0: didn't get con drop.
1: Because I think... He just immediately latches on to the idea of a convention mm-hmm. with this like magical unending stamina that only he has, mm. and as soon as the first one ends, he's like, "All right, cool. Where are we where are we going next?" And everybody's like, "We're going home. Cosmic Con is over. We're gonna come back next year." I mean, like Chad Con is in three months, but like that's in three <laughs> months. And, and Jeremiah's just like, "All right, I'm making my own." And that's when he starts bursting into town. Like, there's the tragedy is just that like. He is this force of chaos and, like, that he is pretty much doomed to forever be doing this. Okay,
0: so my question for you is, is he heartbroken when, inevitably, you chase him out of town waving fucking brooms? You know, when people bulldoze his DJ setup for his rave after day six? You know what I mean? Is he like, what the fuck, man? Like, I'm trying to throw a rager for y'all. Or is he like, that's totally Hmm. fine and, like, leaps into the sky? You know, does he know why people chase him out? Because they do. People get sick of this they after 100% like one of the time. A day. It's only good for one day. The other days are like, oh, I can do it, but it's, I'm going to yeah. gonna have to pull from within. Because my question is, what is the town's benefit? Does this do something good for the town? You know what I mean? It does. Like, you know, it brings everybody together. Gives everybody a good time, but is it like it encourages like community building and strengthening? Because what I'm seeing this as, Jeff, is some sort of like corporate team building exercise where he's more of a corporate retreat leader that travels from town to town. And I know you have something. I can hear it. I feel it in my bones.
1: he brings towns together. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna get it together. Okay. He does bring towns together. Yes. In two ways. That first day, like, there's just that magic of, like, a fresh con or a holiday or, like, a special occasion. Mm Mm-hmm. Where, like, I'm picturing the first day being half Comic-Con and half, like, ensemble of vignette motion picture. Where, like, the magic of Jeremiah Noodleman is that, like, all of these stories just start intertwining. So it's like... Somebody finally gets the courage to ask out their crush. Meanwhile, like, somebody is, like, stressing about loot about not finishing their report. And then, like, the day that they don't finish it and they have to go into the office to basically get fired, <laughs> their boss is like, Jeremiah Noodleman's here. Take Jeremiah Noodleman's here. Office is closed for Holy three days. Holy shit. It becomes the ha- He spreads cheer. It's this little piece of magic. Yes. For the first three days. Then <sighs> the town comes together. To force out this this otherworldly presence. Okay. It becomes the end of Stranger Things, where everybody t- bands together to fight the monster, except the monster is a cast iron pot that is
0: blaring, whoop, there it is. Okay, because what that tells me is that every town has the magic comes. You know, everyone is so happy, you know, everyone's off work. Everyone has full paid vacation while Jeremiah Noodleman's in town. Everybody on earth, in every city, it is completely okay that when Jeremiah Noodleman smashes into small town, big city, doesn't matter. You have off from work, you can have fun at the party, but only for three days. On the fourth day, Jeff, you can either party, keep partying, get back to work, or help build the Jeremiah, like, get him out of town.
1: Yeah. And slowly, slowly, team, we have to force out Jeremiah. That is
0: the team building exercise, Jeff. Yes. Does Jeremiah know that? Is this part of the game? Uh, I don't think he knows it. <laughs> okay, I was trying to know if he was some kind of like mystical Santa Claus thing. He
1: knows. He is for the first part. He is a mystical Santa Claus being for the first part. He knows he has this magnetism that he brings people together. And in doing so, like he intertwines these lives in magical ways. That's the part that he knows. Yes the part that he doesn't know and cuz here's I've been thinking a lot about what you said about like his reaction if he's heartbroken. Yeah. And I don't think he is. I think he decides that like if you're going to kick out Jeremiah Hudelman, you're a bunch of fucking squares. <laughs> <laughs> to hell with you. Jeremiah Hudelman's got better places I'm never to be. Coming. And then he just, like, he just, like, forgets at a certain point and, like, goes to another town. Ta- like, goes to the same town again about a year later. Holy shit. It takes shit. him about a year to go to all the towns no. in fantasy. Does
0: he just forgive? <laughs> he just forgives.
1: Yeah, he just forgives. He's he's just like, whatever. You know what? Like, it's probably cool. We could probably hang out again. Like, I know things got a little heated. got a little weird. You guys kind of got
0: uncool about it. Like, I was still cool, but, like... We could probably party again. What is, what does he gain from this, from each town? You know what I mean? Is there Uh a benefit to, I know this is deep talk on Jeremiah Noodleman. I'm just hoping that something surfaces here. What does Jeremiah Noodleman gain from this? Is it just a wild fucking rager? And he loves seeing new smiling faces enjoy his party. He just wants to spread the party. It is
1: that, but like what he really gets deep down is that one moment. When he first crashes down, oh! and everybody sees him, and everybody cheers, and suddenly he's right back at Cosmic Con. He's right back on stage. It's that one moment (laughs) of, like, I am the center of the universe. Okay, can
0: I tell you that moment? Yeah. That one moment that he waits for, Jeff. I want you to pick, once again, here's an image for you. Another adorable town. Jeremiah Noodleman lands Thor-style giant crater. It's, like, 100 yards wide a firecracker shoots out of his head <��ly> written in the sky it says y'all ready for this the entire theme of every party is the exact same thing that song plays nonstop. yeah it's not jock jams 97 it's one and like what's cool for a little bit Jeff, I don't know if it's cool for three days. (laughs) It might not be. I think it's everybody, you know, some people think it's cool for three days. You know, I think some people really fucking love it. Mm -hmm. Or is it that I feel like I ruined it by making it. It's only good for about an hour.
1: No, I well, that's why I think it's, like, an hour-long mixtape, right? Oh, God. Is that it's, like, an hour of music so that, like, as you're partying, you don't fully – you stop paying attention. You pick up different songs. At a certain point in the night, you're like, I definitely heard this song before. I definitely – and then by the end of the night, you're kind of timing it like, well, that's three. Are you ready for this? I
0: got to get going. Okay. I got to get to bed. Jeff, can I take this in a in a direction for for you, please? Please. So, there's a thing from my childhood that I only went to one, and I had a super bad time. Jeff, it was called the Sacred Heart Dance.
1: Oh, I went to a lot. I never went went to the Sacred Heart Dances. I went to a lot of the uh, East Hampton Middle School dances. Okay, so I
0: want to throw something to you listeners. I went to the local Catholic school in my town, in Mount Holly and uh jeff went to east hampton which is like a fucking mile away my school threw the sacred heart dance which was like the fucking middle school rager like all the other schools came and converged here okay so what i'm thinking is jeff and i went and i had a terrible time at one time i didn't know how to dress because i only wore a uniform it was not a fun time isn't a good scene so what if i'm taking a spin on that what if Jeremiah Noodleman is not for grown-ups. The reason why we think it's lame and obnoxious. Jeff, is this like a cool place for teens to like, you know, come out of their shell? And yes. that's why God, Jock yes. Jams 97 plays. And it feels like an adult. For an adult, it feels like it's there for seven days. It's only there for like three hours. <laughs> it's, but it's so it's, grueling to watch as an adult watching, you know, fucking 13 to 16 year olds fucking dancing at a school dance to it. Y'all ready for this? And songs of the 90s, Jock Jams, that it, for adults, it's like, oh man, this is rough. But... It's also really beautiful. And Jeremiah Newham is providing a service.
1: Yeah, I, I love that. And I love that. And it kind of ties in with the magic part of, like, he's making stories come together, right? Yes, like,
0: and, the, like, the rough stories. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you're a kid, you don't know who the fuck you are. And it's hard to, like, make new friends or, like, build new relationships. But in your town, there's a place, Jeff, every fucking week. Jeremiah Noodleman shows up for an hour every week to your town. I think it's, I still think it's once a year. It's like (laughs) a holiday. I tried real hard. I pushed real hard for this one. No, it's a holiday. Okay, so it's a holiday that every year you have a party in your town where teens go to, like, hang. Because I'm I'm trying to play on, like, the ChadCon thing where it's, like, about, in Cosmicon. it's about, like, finding who you are. What if Jeremiah Noodleman, okay, it had so much fun at con was like, wow, these people are in their element. They're feeling powerful. I'm trying to bring that party. (laughs) But it's for teens.
1: (laughs) I'm okay with that, yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like a day-long festival and by the end of it, the adults are like, you have to leave.
0: Kool-Aid is for children, Jeff. Kool-Aid is it marketed is. for children. Spuds McKenzie is marketed for children, unfortunately. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Un- let's emphasize unfortunately. Okay, so let me hit you with some changes then to this design. Jeremiah Noodleman is now the extreme marketing type cliche like Jeremiah Noodleman is like on Capri Suns like that's what he looks like. He's a cast iron pot with like arms, but he's also wearing like big 90s sunglasses like not Pelter, but like he's really cool. In that way that, like, teens think he's lame, and that's why they go, they're comfortable going to the party. Because it's like, oh, my God, Jeremiah Newman's lame, but we might as well go, right? Because if he were cool, he'd be like, you know, he'd push the, he'd push the nerdy kids away. This is a place yeah. where everybody goes to laugh at this guy, but also dance and, like, kick back and, like, have a place to chill and, like, meet people. I love that. I, I think that's the charm of him is that, like, he is annoying. Like, I'm an adult. If I saw Jeremiah Noodleman, I'd be like, fuck. But he's not for me. He's not for me, you know? Born of Khan yeah. magic and, like, loves the magic of a con. He's not for me. He's for, like, young teens to, like, you know, what is it? Like, he's for, like, tweens and young teens to, like, meet. And, like, I think a lot of people all over fantasy have stories of, like, I held someone's hand for the first time at a jeremiah noodleman party what is it called first of all what's the party called hmm.
1: yeah hey, i don't want it to be like Noodlefest. Noodlefest was the first thing that came to mind so it's gonna take some time okay it's called J days
0: holy shit J day but is it it's d-a-z-e oh for sure it's d-a-z-e come J-D, on you the music and the lights because i'm thinking like it looks like a school dance like just erupts in <laughs> your town a lot of a lot of terrible colored lights. oh absolutely and like it's playing jock jams like jock jams have transcended dimensions and they're in fantasy and it's like y'all ready and then it's like oh, let the dogs out oh and kids are dancing you know they're having a good time they're drinking soda they're eating popcorn and everybody goes there and like you let loose and you like maybe you maybe steal a kiss if you you know what i mean like i mm-hmm. i imagine that like young aaron is there and he's like you know i got my first kiss at a j days and all my friends are like no way oh my god that's so cool and like Or you dream of the next J-Days that, like, maybe you'll meet your best friend. Maybe that— Yeah, because
1: I think there's people—there's people that are like, oh, that's so lame. I also think it's lame. Do you want to hang out sometime? Yes! And there's that sort of—and that's sort of the, uh, you know, stories coming together. is like the people that—the teens that are like, this is stupid bullshit. Yes. Are, like, smoking outside. Yes! And they're like, hey— Like, it's cool to hang out. Like, you're pretty cool. Do you want to hang out some more? Like, yeah. Or there's kids that are like wallflowers, and one of them's just like. Yeah, this isn't really my scene. I'm more of a nog and nasties kind of kid, and the t- and two other kids are like, "Oh my god, I've been looking for someone to play nogs and nasties with."
0: Yes, it's a place of like discovery and like finding, meeting people and finding friends because it's so lame. Like it's not cool. I don't think anyone thinks this is fucking cool, and that's why they chase that out of town because the parents are like, "All right, enough. You have got to right, no, go. We're we're done. We're done with J days." It's like summer camp, like that magic of being young. It celebrates being young, I think. I love that.
1: And then there's some, there's a certain element there of like, it's lame and the parents have, and like the adults have to chase him out after a while. Yeah. But there's definitely adults that are like, I remember j days. Yes, I course. remember, I remember.
0: It's, you remember being that lame and you remember being that innocent and naive. And it's, because I've been thinking a lot about kids in fantasy, young people, not teenagers, you know, like Ansel Mindfreak, like younger than that. Like, what do they do in this place of magic and heroes and stuff like that? Like, is it a safe plot? You know, I mean, it's a cool place to hang out. Like, what's for them? There's a thing that happens once a year where you go... And it's kind of where you experience the magic of, like, hanging out with people your own age for the first time. And everybody yeah, remembers their that. first J-Days. It's mad. Like, and parents are like, all right, enough. And you're like, what do you mean? The party's just getting stuck. You know, and you blast. Team mm-hmm. Rocket's blasting off again. So it is this mystical figure. Jeremiah Newderman is this mystical figure that spreads a party. But there's also, f- okay, here's my pitch then to you, Jeff. He comes to town. Crash lands, right? hmm. No kids know he's there. Right? All right. The parents do. The parents know what all the commotion is because it happens late at night while they're all asleep or while they're all at school. All yeah. the parents come forth and put food in him. I-, I love that. And that's how it starts. They're Like, all right, it's time, everybody. We got to come together. And they make a dish in Jeremiah Newman. And he's like, I've come to life. And they're like, oh, God. But it's not for them. They basically that. pay the DJ.
1: Yeah, you pay the DJ, he throws a party, you t- the DJ tries to hang out way
0: too long, and you're like, you gotta get the fuck get out. Get the fuck out of here. My kids have to go you back to go. school. I kind of adore Jeremiah Noodle. It kind of turned out lovely. I mean, this was this was, was a rough episode. It's hard, <laughs> but we got to like this really adorable school dance, like, because I think about, all right, now let's play a fun game now. This episode's running long. I don't care, because I have to ask you questions now. What was... Sam Gord's first J-Days. What was it like?
1: Sam Gord's first J-Days, I think it was awful. Yeah, tell me about that. Like, his parents shit-talked it relentlessly. Mm. Because I don't think his, I don't think, was it Quincy? Archibald. I don't think Archibald, like, I think he's like, this is, this is nonsense. This is music. Music is for clowns. Oh, no. So (laughs) he, And not the scary kind. So, like,
0: so you're saying that, like, Sam Gord, like, young 10-year-old, like, 13-year-old Sam Gord is, like, locked away, like, studying books about agriculture and nature magic? And, like, goes, but, like, I think, I think he hears
1: about, like, his parents just shit talk it but it creates that forbidden fruit mm. so he goes in like super enthusiastic thinking it's going to be Willy Wonka's thinking it's going to be the chocolate factory and
0: what goes wrong and
1: it's just it it does not match with what is in his heart oh the the scariest thing in the world is his, is that for a brief moment there's a voice in his head that says your dad was right like this sucks because he, he builds it up as, like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be so cool if my dad hates it. And, like, he could have had a good time, you know? But, like, he, there's that, but there's this tiny voice in the back of his head that's, like, no, your dad was right, this sucks. And, like, he just, there's that missing element of, like, I couldn't connect with why this was good. Like, there's that missing piece. And it's part of why, like, he grows up the way that he does
0: wow the tragedy of samuel gord lives on can you tell me real quick then as a palate cleanser what is then give me pyra spencer's because we were just talking about her on discord what's her first J days
1: her first J days she appreciates a different part of it all the grown-ups are like this is so lame but the kids are loving it she is the one i think she might be the one person in fantasy (laughs) that watches this happen and goes You know, that guy works really hard to make this like lame and inviting for
0: kids. This is so difficult. Like, it's such a difficult age group to like keep provide a space that's like, you know, safe for them and like, you know, relatively wholesome, you know, where like grown-ups aren't ruining everything and fucking yeah. uh, putting dark ideas in heads with like marketing. I think like Jeremiah Newman genuinely wants young kids who are in such like a delicate time in their life and such a precious age gives them a place to like laugh at him. Like I think he is a bit of the clown.
1: Oh, for sure. And I think I think Pyra, I think Pyra like notices that. She's like, "You know what?" That guy works really hard and she doesn't like love it. Like she doesn't like, you know, she is definitely, I think she doesn't go to another, but every year at J-Day, she kind of just like sits in the shop. She sits in Spencer's and is like, I appreciate you. I I I I see what you're doing. And maybe like right, like right as the adults are like, "All right, so we've got our posse, we've got the plan, we've got the catapult. We're just gonna load him on and fire him off." <laughs> she like brings him a sweet, oh, like a cream bun, and she's like, hey, "Here you go, thank you."
0: And he's like, "Thanks, friend. <laughs> All right! sticky bun for the road." <laughs> he is like insufferable. Like I yeah, think it for sure. And part of him does. Part of him know? no, he doesn't know. He thinks he's just the best. He thinks that this is the most raging party ever because he's a fucking crock pot. Like, we're, 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 we're saying all these things that he's like wonderful and magical. Like, Jeff, this is a pot with deer legs. I want to roll on tables too. I'm, I can't have enough Jeremiah Noodleman, Jeff. No, you fell in love. I'm you in love with love. Jeremiah Noodleman and this stupid dance. I care so much for these children who are having such a cute time.
1: Okay, I got some tables. All right. I got some tables H- to roll H- on. Give me no with some tables. Uh, these are jester tables. Okay. the jester background. <laughs> Perfect, bro. Here we go. Give me a D8 for personality trait. Seven. I am always worried something will happen. <laughs> He's always worried that the party's going to end.
0: Oh, he's always
1: like it's coming.
0: You know, you got to you got to get on that dance floor. You don't know if this is going to be the last dance. Oh, part of him, okay, so if no one's dancing, part of him is super nervous thinking that this party sucks. But then I love that. part of him is gently reminded that no no, Jeremiah. This party is fucking awesome. But I think that's what makes him like kind of charming in that way, where it's like, yeah. no, this party doesn't suck. Come on everybody. He occasionally he looks to, I think he looks to a lot of the adult chaperones for for approval, and it's really good conduct for J-Days to like nod and act like he's doing a great job. Great. I love it. Give me a D6 for an ideal. I'm rolling. I have D6 where the 6 is a moose, but none of the others. Shut up, Jeff. I've rolled six. It's a moose.
1: I just want the audiences entertained.
0: Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's all... That's all he wants. Because I think there's something beautiful about this. This has been a really fucking rough episode. Hey, everybody. We were trying to... We we tried to make the ultimate party animal, and it's ended up being, like, uh, all he wants is for that, like, he was young when he first experienced Cosmicon, Cosmicon. You know, everybody was cheering for him. I think he started dancing, and everybody was like, wow, who is this pot? Who is this kettle? Like, he's amazing, and everybody loves him. I think that, like, if I can give that feeling to kids all over the world, you know, that is all I want. He's like a ch- a children's entertainer. You know what I mean? Like, this is basically like if I were to travel around hosting, like, you know, teen fucking parties. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if I had a roller rink, like I'm thinking like roller rink DJ. Yeah. Where there's something, there's something a little tragic about that. (laughs) You're not playing, you're not playing the amphitheater of geode. You're not playing the sphere of moon crescent. You're playing the small time gigs for the small time tykes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is for kids. Yeah. It's beautiful that this is what he's dedicated his like magical life to. And it's what he genuinely loves. Yes. He knows how important this is. Give me D D6 for a bomb. All right. I'm, I'm kind of touched now by Jeremiah Newman. I've, I'm on his team. Three. Uh, uh, German Shepherd.
1: I use animals in my ass. <laughs> okay. That's it it's well he lands and like a thousand doves burst out yeah, no jeff he's like snow white
0: where like fucking yeah. animals like flock to him yeah ah, and like all of a sudden like birds are stringing up the lights there's a frog like setting up the sound and it's just this magical moment where the animals come and they set up his his dance hall Stray animals are just bursting
1: into town (laughs) Deer There's so many deer And like falcons
0: Hundreds upon hundreds of like deer Like woodland creatures yes, Giant spiders Animals and spiders and like creatures swarm your town Instead of like, oh god, you're in the middle of something You're like, holy shit, oh fuck Is it J-Days? Oh god, it's J-Days I mean, this is great, this is great Hey kids, it's J-Days hundreds of bats And all the kids are like, yay. And all the adults have to be like, uh-huh, yay. Oh, Ugh, Dad, is fuck. it time for J-Days? Uh, apparently so, because I'm being swept away by an ocean of badgers. <laughs> all right. Give me a D6 for a flaw. Listeners, I'm so sorry. Th- welcome to world building with Aaron and Jeff. Uh, five, it's some kind of hunting dog. I lie about
1: my past performances greatly exaggerating. <laughs> Every party is great. They love me. They, I, I, they, I, they had begged me to stay.
0: Oh no! That's why he
1: comes back because in his
0: mind he's like, yeah, they begged me to stay. I had to leave though. I had to leave the part. They wouldn't stop partying. I got so tired. I had to leave. And then I think he when he does leave, Jeff, when they when they kick him out, and he goes, "Alright," you know, or he just like runs out of town on his beautiful legs. The animals come back and clean it all up. <laughs> yeah. And that's a wrap on Jeremiah Noodleman. Oh my god, this was so bad. <laughs> but I, did you get what you wanted? I did. You got the Kool Aid. Never man. want to
1: talk about Jeremiah
0: Noodleman again. No, never. I mean, he'll come <laughs> up again because Jeff. We like every character has experienced J days. It's in some way. I'm I'm done. I'm checked out.
1: Maybe next year we'll talk about J days. <laughs> but I'm done. On the twenty
0: third. <laughs> Oof, I'm done. Well, well, Joe, we never said Jeremiah Newdeman Day was going to be fun because that was rough. So, <gasps> holy shit. Thank you. Uh well, thank, you thank you so you much, Joe. I really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah.
1: That was a great prompt. Uh, if you want to submit a prompt, there are a bunch of ways to do that. <laughs> there sure are. Uh, you can tweet at us at amfc underscore podcast using the hashtag Children. You can post on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash allmyfantasychildren. You can email us at fantasychildren at gmail.com or use the content submission form at allmyfantasychildren.com. Oh, or you can post them to our Discord, the link to which is pinned to our Twitter. Yeah,
0: jump in, chat about the show. We talk about, we just hang out, and it's a cool place for teens to kick back and talk. <laughs> Jeremiah Newman, I'd like to thank Jeremiah Newman for running our Discord. He's our moderator. He is our moderator. So This has been a special episode. Yeah, this one is for you, Jeremiah. You're gone but not forgotten. Um... I, uh if you'd like to support our show with some of your hard earned coin, you can do that. Patreon.com slash all my fantasy eight what is it, the other way around or no, I'm right. I'm right.
1: Pa- Patreon.com slash all my fantasy Yeah,
0: it's a way that you can give us support uh financially if you'd like. You can become like a backer of our show and like your your money goes towards so many cool things like con appearances and uh equipment hosting ho- fees and hosting fees, equipment costs, con appearances. Yes. All that and
1: more. It's a great way to support the show. And you
0: unlock cool bonus features as well. Jeff has a second podcast if you like Jeff a lot.
1: I do. Uh, It is called Party of One. It's an actual play RPG podcast focused on two-player role-playing games where every week I sit down one-on-one with a guest and we play through a short, self-contained role-playing game session. Uh, You can find that at partyofonepodcast.com.
0: Do you have a blog this week?
1: I actually do. Really? Uh, I've been thinking about it. Hit me. Um, I took a day off on Saturday. Uh, just, I, I was, I was, I was kind of trying to work on some stuff and I said, like, I'm good. I'll work on this tomorrow. And I like put off all of the projects I was working on and I just took a day off and it was great. And I think, and it kind of got me thinking about the fact that like, as creatives, as people who are functionally our own bosses, we tend to work ourselves harder than any boss that we would possibly tolerate from like another job. Absolutely. So I think my verbal hug this week is take a day
0: off. Yeah, be good to yourself.
1: Take a day off, relax, do the things that, you know, you do to treat yourself, enjoy yourself, just kick back and don't worry about anything, don't stress about, just breathe, sleep in. If you love just being curled up in bed, take a long shower if that's your thing Maybe go to a concert or go out to dinner or just like stay in and watch TV. Just take a day off because you deserve it because I know how hard you work. And I know that like you absolutely deserve just a day to unwind and, you know, turn off the engine and just breathe and
0: relax for a day. Don't forget that you need to replenish like your your tank, you know, as much as you think that. Maybe sometimes you're like, you have to be some kind of machine, like, no, you're a person, you need to replenish, and that's okay to, you need it, you know, take time to sleep, drink some water, eat delicious things and relax, watch the things you like, experience the things you like, you need time to replenish. It's very important. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, and you just chilled the fuck out, um, that is a good way to do it. It's just like, hang out, listen to people's, listen to people's work, let it just chill you out and just have a great day. Fuck yeah so it's so important it's important it is um is that it is that all we I talk think that's about it. i mean i think that's and it if this was your first episode i'm so sorry i'm not <laughs>
1: <laughs> and on that note good, good night, night and, and good game, game.